Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hosted. I am super excited to have a moment today to talk to Toby Ojekole, and he is the host of Mirror Talk, which is a fantastic podcast. And if you have not listened to it, you are missing out. He brings on all sorts of guests with various backgrounds and really just having in-depth conversations around, you know, why they do what they do and, you know, kind of like what, what inspires them to do what they do. It's just a really heartfelt, just soothing. I don't know. I, I could listen to your podcast all day. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> That's a beautiful, yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it's just, I actually was listening just the other day to uh, a conversation that you were having with with Laura. She is a telemedicine mm. founder, Laura Purdy. Yes, and that was a yes. really, that was, it just, you just do such a good job, like leading the guests there and just l- sitting back and, and letting them talk. Yeah. Yeah. I always find it so amazing because, you know, whenever I have awesome guests like that, I just dive into the world and then just share their stories. And I'm just like inside, um, you know, uh, you know, imagine everything they've gone through and just being in their world basically and experiencing what they've experienced in the past and just enjoying the flow of their story and learning from their life experiences too. So it has been a huge blessing, a wonderful opportunity to, you know, to be hosting the Mirror Talk podcast platform and to meet so much, much guests, even from KitCaster too. I'm so happy and excited. Like you, Brandy, also are from KitCaster and I'm so happy that I get you know, the opportunity to collaborate with KitCaster too, to get awesome guests and also just have wonderful moments and share it with the world and also impact the world positively through these wonderful social conversations that we do have. Yeah. And you do a, a wonderful job of of just that. Why did you start the podcast to begin with? Normally, in my head, I always just joke and say, um, I would attribute it to Oprah Winfrey, for example, for your social <laughs> conversation. Um, so for so, um, Super Sunday or so, Super Soul some, um, podcast. And I grew up, you know, watching a lot of opera, for example, on TV, on YouTube, and also watching a lot of talk shows. But that, that, that was not the main reason why I started the podcast. I started the podcast because I had this passion for learning. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's what also drew me to all of, all of these talk shows and podcasts I do listen to myself. I, just, I have this passion for learning, asking questions. I'm so curious. So my curiosity and my passion to learn, to broaden my horizon, made me start this podcast. And I, I thought to myself, yeah, it's enough if I, you know, just get a coach, get a mentor, ask them a lot of questions, ask them for life experiences, and keep the knowledge to myself. That'll be enough too. But I have this, you know, this this zeal, this passion to also impact the world with what I know. So um, I, I, um, I started this podcast just as a, a medium or as, a, as an opportunity to take the world along with me on my journey of, you know, learning, of personal development, of self-improvement and, you know, um, just learning, changing my life positively, becoming a better person and also helping other people to become better people themselves also. So that's the reason why I started the podcast. Yeah, well, that is, that's incredible. I mean, it, it's just, and you can tell, Toby, that it is a passion. You can tell that you are genuinely interested in what the guest has to say and just open to hearing their experience and just, and taking it all in. So yeah. when you are bringing a guest on, do you have a, a vetting process? Do you, 
have some criteria that you're looking for in to vet whether or not they would be a great guest for your show? Yes, I, I do. I mean, I, I get a lot of inquiries or a lot of emails, for example, with profiles of you know different wonderful guests. And um, I have to take my time to sit down. I, I, also, I use my intuition and also just my my the, the way I, I feel with the person's profile, reading the person's story. I do my my own little bit of background check, like really going to their website, reading what they've done, Googling them also sometimes, a lot of times. Googling yeah. Them too. Yes, so that's always my, you know, so I I take my time to just dive into their world from outside a little bit and then I just see what if I try to read about what they've experienced, then see if this could be of use to myself and of use to the people that listen to the podcast, to the listeners. So I put I put the listeners first. I put the, you know, my friends that listen to the podcast first um, and imagine them, oh, okay, would this person love to learn from this? Or would this person, would this message that this guest is going to bring along be of importance to my friends, for example, or to the people that listen to the Miracle podcast? They, if it's yes, then, yeah, then they pass the vetting process and then I check into okay, what kind of stories have they gone through? And, you know, what's the best way to, you know, bring out the message out of them or the, yes, they bring out the, the beauty or the meaning out of their stories also. Yeah. So there is some significant thought that goes into the guests that you're bringing on. And I've noticed too, Toby, that you, sometimes you don't leave it at one interview with a particular <laughs> guest. You'll bring them it, back for a second time. Do you do all it, that recording at once or is that two separate interviews? Yeah, so some of them are um, just one single um, sitting, uh, one sitting. Yeah. Like we, we start recording and we plan, okay, we're just going to record for, I don't know, 45 minutes. But then we end up recording for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> like it just keeps on going and going on. Like, and I tell myself, okay, this is not one part. This is not an episode. This is two episodes. Because we're talking about two different topics, for example. Like sometimes we talk about maybe narcissistic behaviors for example I, I was speaking with a lady about um, narcissism for example and also taking care of children like parental intelligence so mm-hmm. we, we sat down and we just, just talk about narcissism but then we just the conversation was just flowing and all of a sudden we started talking about parental intelligence also and how to take care of your children and also looking at narcissism in children too then it became a very long conversation and that became you know um two episodes basically there are some that we have a short episode or a long episode also sometimes. And the guest is like, we, we are, we've not covered everything we have to cover. Please, 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 let me come back on. <laughs> then we, we, we switch on the appoint, appointment and then they come back on again to talk about something else. So it's so always those two options that we do have. Yeah. yeah, isn't it incredible sometimes when you're just in a conversation flow and then you look at your clock and you're like, oh my goodness, we've been talking <laughs> for two hours. It's yeah. incredible. You get kind of lost in it. Exactly. Yes. Then we start thinking about you know the listeners. You no, know, with the retention span of you know listeners nowadays, you don't listen for a long period of time. So we start thinking, okay, then I guess we have to divide this into two because it's wonderful. It's a very important message you're passing across. But then it would be so it would be a big pity if a very important message is lost. You know, in the nineteenth minute, for example, and nobody gets to that point because nobody wants to listen to a nineteen minutes episode. Sometimes, sometimes some people don't listen to that. So we're like, okay, let's divide it so that that important message will come maybe in the twenty-eighth minute of the second episode, for example, or the yeah, fifty minute of the second episode, for example. Then everyone is able to, you know, be impacted by this message that is being passed across. Yeah. Do you feel like there's a threshold to a listener's attention? Is there a kind of a time limit to uh, how long a listener will tune into a podcast episode? 
Yes, I, I think, I, yes, I believe there, there is. I think there's this attention span that, you know, listeners do have a lot of times. And I, I did this on my Instagram one time. I did a survey on my Instagram and a lot of people were, were you know, we are voting for 45, between 45 minutes and 60 minutes. Um, okay. Episodes. Anything above that, uh, nobody really, I think really some 5% or so one, um, was okay with 60, um, 60 minutes and above, for example. But a lot of people were like, ah, make it 45 minutes, if possible, shorter. <laughs> so so from there, I got, to, I got this understanding that, uh, no matter how interesting an episode is, some some a lot of listeners don't want to listen to a long episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess it's, it's, it has to do it has to do with the kind of world that we're living in right now. We have a lot of things that are fighting for our attention, and then you are listening to a wonderful episode, and something else is fighting for our attention, and you are just switching immediately to something else. Yeah, I know. I I totally agree. I mean, we have a very we are constantly chasing entertainment, and. Yes. I think we have a really, a, like a really slim window to grab someone's attention and pull them into the conversation so that they do hang on for 45 or 60 minutes. Have you played with that at all in how you are putting your content together in the episode itself? Like kind of just arranging the interview in a way that you feel as if people are getting kind of pulled in and and along for the journey yes yes I, I i do play with that also and i'm always looking into different you know methods to keep people you know at, um, you know uh, hooked basically let me use the word hooked to the episode also like yeah, yeah it, it also is the, um, it comes with the way of arranging the, epi- the the questions also or the way i direct the, the conversations to like a lot of people get hooked with you know listen to someone's, someone's story and then versus start narrating the story, and all of a sudden you are ten minutes into the episode already. Then you know we put in a new question. Then after a new, after a new question, then be and that story is being shared also, for example, and they, you know they they stay attached to that story for a longer while. And they, with, before you know it, um, some people tell me I, I didn't know when forty five minutes was over, for example, because they, they were so much uh, drawn to the person's to the guest story they were so much attached they were so much interested in what the person was um, sharing with them also so i mean that that, that happens when you know it, it, it depends on the guest also I, I believe like um a lot of guests have that have that power that's you know that voice that attracts people to just listen to what they are saying also yeah and don't you think that power is storytelling and being able yeah, to bring people along for the for the ride Exactly, it is the power of the power of storytelling. It's something I'm also trying to learn myself. So, you know, a lot of people that I mean, I'm listening, I'm learning this to a lot of people that you know that technique, that heart of telling a story, like they can tell a story in a way that no matter how small it could be, no matter how tremendous the story could be, they're going to keep you, you know, on your seat at the edge of your seat to listen to it to the to the end, basically. Yes. And there are a lot of people that, that do that very, very well. And I'm also on the journey of learning how to do it myself. So I could keep everyone hooked to their seat <laughs> so, to listen to my story to the end also. Yeah. yeah. It is a craft. Absolutely. I mean, some people have that natural ability to tell stories and others we have they have to work at it a little bit and kind of <laughs> kind of weave it together. But you also, Toby, you're a writer as well, correct? Yeah, that's correct. That's very correct. Yes. What What do you write? Yeah, so I I do write lots of poems, lots of stories. Like I specialize in writing short stories, 
and poems a lot of times. And also um, for my community around here, I write like um, short plays also. So I'm just that kind of I'm I'm, I'm working on a, on a on a novel, for example, but I've not made a lot of progress. I'm not so proud to say that, <laughs> but I, I've I've a novel in 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 progress, which is very very much in so progress. So exciting, yeah. How long have you been working on the novel? Uh, I was I would say over a year now, and I've taken a break for, for the past three months already, or, or more than three months already. <laughs> yes, yeah, and yeah. that's because maybe. The, the, the podcast has taken a life of its own, basically. So um, it's like my second job already. Like I'm an engineer by day and a podcaster in the evening. And then that's like my two main jobs. So the writing part of me of writing a novel, for example, has taken a little bit of back seats, which I hope to, you know, bring back to the front seat very soon. Yeah, I love that, that kind of duality between engineering and then everything else that you do is highly creative. And I think that a lot of folks find those two so far apart, like two different worlds, but those who have been in any, any type of engineering, it's creative as well. Right. Do you feel like you get, there's some overlap there in your engineering supposed analytical world to your, to your more creative world? Yes. I mean, both of them, both worlds help each other, basically like my engineering world helps me to be so logical and analytic and you know the way i i'm arrange my own schedule and everything my engineering world actually helped me to do that because you know when i'm working up to go for meetings and you know take notes and pay attention and you know be structured properly and you know i and i write a lot of program like i, I program to like some softwares too and you know my creative part of you know being a podcaster or, or podcaster or writer also helps me in my, in my you know programming too like when i'm writing the code it's like writing a story also basically like even though it's for it's for machines or for you know for um, technical stuff but then it's if you feel that flow of the story like okay this is what the machine is meant to do this is what the this software is meant to fun- um, work and um, work um, like or this is the functionality of the software for example so it's like a story to me it's like um giving life to yeah to something basically yes and that's something that's writing to like writing is giving life to a character or imaginary character somewhere in your head basically bringing that character to to life through the pen and paper or through your laptop for example so that's the same so you know both of them those both words you know interconnect for me basically like my engineering world or career helps my creativity as an um as a podcaster writer and my creativity as um as a writer also helps my you know programming and my functionality as an engineer at work also yeah that's 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 so beautiful and i think that that's something that a, a lot of times people miss is how that can even though you have you kind of have two different lives right between what mm-hmm. you know the engineering nine to five and then the um all the creative ventures but it really is like you get to use skill sets from each one to make you stronger at both i feel like that's kind of a perfect creative because i'm a creative and i'm kind of not well organized so if i had that more engineering mindset maybe (laughs) (laughs) maybe i would do a little bit better and 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 be a little bit more organized on the on the creative side (laughs) i I mean you you are doing well i mean as a creative also you know you have that freedom to you know make your schedule how you want to make it you are are basically flexible and very creative with your schedule but as an engineer it's always like um uh, a much more stricter deadline and this is 
this is when uh, deadlines exactly this is when this has to be released this is the time point this is um the timeline this is at the milestones that has to be met for example that's what is in my head and that's what i transfer also to my own administrative part of the creative uh, work that i do for the podcast too but you know if one is a creative being like yourself and myself too i would regard myself as a creative person yeah you're, you're a creative <laughs> yeah. absolutely yeah it's, it's much more it's much more flexible and much more relaxed and you just go with the flow and enjoy it basically i i which is which has advantages too i would say it has its own advantages if one is very disciplined with it i would say like you get to en- enjoy your work as it comes to you and you just get to flow with the with the river with the beat of your drums for example <laughs> which is not the case when you are when you have the engineering mindsets i would say yeah yeah and you're operating under a deadline yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No. That 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 makes complete sense. And I, you know, I think you have roughly, I, I believe, well, you have 132 episodes published, at least on iTunes. And by the time that this airs, you'll likely have more. Because are you publishing once a week? What's your cadence? Yes. So we publish once a week, mm-hmm. um, normally. But we have some months, or I have some months where we. We released like two episodes every week, for example. Like in February, we had like a special month where we did, um, I think it's called February Finance Fridays. Yes, I think February oh, Finance Fridays. Cool. Every Friday of, of Friday of, of February, we released like an episode about finance, like um, cryptocurrency, about you know, building your own business, about investment opportunities. I know people come on and I have these guests that share their own story, how they came from nothing to something and the business they built and you know so on on that i dedicated that that fridays in february to you know celebrate them and to share their episode and story with the world so we, we do have months and the april too we also had a special month to where we released every thursday special episodes too so we do that from time to time so that we release you know special episodes um like so it's going to be two times a month for some special months and once a week every other month yeah, that's that's great. So you have a little bit of flexibility there. If there's something that you want to to focus on for a month, you can just say, you know what? It's personal finance month. We're going to exactly. add another episode to this. That's great. I, I think that that's yes. fantastic. And was that something, so did you have to go and search for guests for those particular topics that you had in mind? Or were these interviews that were already taking place and just happened to fit that, the finance theme? It's this, so these were guests that we've already interviewed. Like um, we have just this database that um, we have, we save all the guests that we've um, interviewed. That have interviewed also. Then we um, you know categorize them into we put them into groups basically. Like okay, this is finance. Um, this uh, the topic actually with finance. So the conversation was mostly on finance or personal development or business. So for this month of February, we just looked at our database and we discovered yeah we have lots of episodes about finance. Why don't we you know pick the four best, or not only four best one, but the four episodes that you know really spoke to us for that month of February, and then release them as a special episodes for the month of February. That's incredible, and that is a level of organization. So I'm envisioning a spreadsheet with all the guests you yes. ever had on, and then they're categorized. That's <laughs> exactly <amazing>. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You sometimes like I go, I go all the way to you know after after I've interviewed a guest, for example, then I go into my spreadsheets, then I write the you know the name of the guest, the email of the guest, and what we I, I put a little bit of you know, title, like well, it might not be the, the final title, but just a, 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 a sentence that just you know summarizes the whole conversation. Then I then 
puts it into a category. Okay, was the conversation about personal development? Or was it finance? Was it sexual health? Was it mental health? Was it <laughs> was it relationship? Was it business? They just put that category there. They put the date of recording. Then later on, I'm planning for the month. I then I put a release date to to you know to that conversation also. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. fantastic! Do you have a a focus in the upcoming months? Is there a category that you that you want to um, kind of re highlight? Yeah, yeah, so I'm, you know, I've been, I'm still, I'm still deliberating on this actually. Like, I, I, a lot of time I sit down and I just brainstorm, and I'm always wondering, okay, in the, for the month of June, for example, I also want to do it like a special month, but I'm looking into what, what kind of um, conversation do I want to celebrate, um, you know, in the coming months, for example. Do I want to like, there are a lot of people, there are a lot of um, people that, that went through, um, you know, traumas, for example, and have been opportunity or blessed to interview a, a number of them. So I'm, wonder, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, releasing. You know these episodes, like every like a special day of the month, or a special day of the of the week, basically. Let me be on Thursdays also. Like every Thursday, I'm going to release a story about a particular person, you know, that went through a kind of trauma, for example. And then I'm going to make it like a special for for the month. But it's something I'm still, you know, I'm still deliberating on, or still brainstorming on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I I think that that's that's great, and and you really do, regardless of the guests that you have on. Because of the way that you interview and really just, I think you make your guests feel comfortable very quickly. That's a gift and a talent. And so I would imagine that you're getting a lot of those stories that tap into vulnerabilities that uh, go into trauma. Has there been conversations that have really stuck with you? Like, are, can you, can you call up any that you had that you felt afterwards you were like, wow, you, like you can't shake that story. Oh, yes. I mean, a, a lot, a lot of stories, a lot. I, I, I was, I mean, there's one I was sharing um, a while back. I interviewed this, this wonderful woman. She, she, she had this kind of um, exposure to some chemicals and then for that reason, she became highly sensitive to, to materials. She could not, you know, um, live in, in her home anymore. And um, she had to become find in a bubble where everything is covered up. Everything is, you know, well protected. And, you know, even touching the doorknob for her, she's going to react to it. Breathing normal air, she's going to react to it. So she was in this, in this very controlled and regulated environment. And nevertheless, she still had, you know, friends that... You know, we go all the way to put on these safety um, garments or clothing just to visit her. They'll go extra miles to help her provide like a, a, a wrapped up cell phone so that she could speak with somebody. And then she also said, I mean, she shared this, she shared this story of, you know, living in isolation. And for a lot of people, that's hopeless because, you know, living in that kind of place and bubble, basically, and not having any anybody, anyone to, you know, to relate with and being scared of life, basically, because every element of life is like so um, allergic. You are allergic to every element of life, or every element of life is dangerous to you, basically. And she was able to go through this experience and still find her healing, and also fall in love. In, the, in this process, she found she met a man through a, a friend, a friend of us, a true friend of us, and that friend, you know, um, introduced them. And the man also was visiting her, even in a 
in her in her lowest estate, basically, she she met she 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 made the love of her life, and the man was always you know outside from the window, for example, where, where protected the room, but you know still speaking with her, and she said she looked you know very horrible at that moment in her life, but still this man stuck with her, meeting her at that kind of state, and still you know staying with her, taking care of her, and yeah, just it was it's a story that you know. I cannot, I cannot forget, basically. And yeah, a lot of stories also. I mean, I could, I could go on and on and share, share more stories about, about, you know, different people that, you know, just talk to, um, you know, share, share their life experiences with you. I'm like, wow, you went through this kind of situation and yeah, you're able to That's come out That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. What, a, yeah. what a powerful story. And just... To I don't know that's that's just amazing and also to find love in a situation exactly. like that it's yeah. really it's super heartwarming yeah I mean I, like I said you just you have that natural ability to to get people to let their guard down a bit and to share with you and be vulnerable so I would imagine that nearly every conversation that you've ever had it has some piece of conversation that. It, like sits with you for mm. a longer period of time. So yes. that's, that's really incredible. Now, when you were talking before about, you know, the organization of your show, you said we organize. So do you have a team that helps you? <laughs> you know, this is a, this is a joke. I, I play with a lot of time. You know, I, um, I don't, I don't have a team yet, but I always look at myself just, just to just to, um, relieve myself of, of the stress, basically, I divide myself into different. <laughs> into places. Like, come on, there's the host, then there's probably the podcast editor, there's probably the podcast producer, there's probably the. <laughs> so that is the we basically. That's the, the we that makes it up. Even when, when I'm writing emails or when I'm you know um, responding to emails, I'll say, "Oh yeah, we'll get back to you." Or thank you so much. We really enjoyed this episode. I, or this conversation that we had with you, for example. I'm always referring to myself in, it, in like in a we like just people myself for the time I have it seen basically and then <laughs> so I'm already thinking into the future and yes. looking at, my, at myself like yeah where's when I have it seen it won't be I did this but we did this basically so I'm just learning in progress I, I think that that is fantastic and you are not the only host to do that in fact I think that there are out of 20 interviews that I've had thus far I would say that probably more than half are yeah. doing it on their own and they refer as we and like a bigger team, but also like not only because it's like, well, I'm playing all these different roles, but like you said, eventually I do plan to have a team and might as well get used to bringing everyone along for the communication and the credit of the success of the show. So yes. um, that's, that's fantastic. And then, um, you know, Toby, what just thinking about, the way that you have started the podcast and how much thought and care that you put into it. And you said it kind of has taken, you know, taken a life of its own. What are some of the things that you've learned along the way that you could share with the listeners, just some, some tips or just knowledge around the journey that could potentially help somebody else along the way? If you have a passion for something in life, um, you should go for it, no matter how difficult it might seem, no matter how impossible it might seem. If you have that, if you have that true passion for it, a burning passion for it, you should go for it, no matter what people will say about it. Even there are, there are going to be a lot of times where you feel discouraged, where the number of downloads will be 
Maybe just you, basically. <laughs> but still, <Yeah. laughs> so, I mean, but still, you should not give up. You should, give, it should, it should be your, it should be your, your, your biggest fan. No matter, no matter what you are doing. If um, even if you are the only one listening to your podcast, there'll be a time where hundreds of people will listen to your podcast, where thousands of people will listen to your podcast. So don't give up uh, at the moments where you are the only one listening to your podcast. You spend five hours editing or producing. <laughs> so, <laughs> a fan say, of one. Exactly. <laughs> so so don't, don't, don't give up. Don't give up on life. Don't give up. Don't give up on your passion. Don't give up, don't give up on your dreams. I think that's that's one thing I would say. No matter what people say, no matter how people react to it, if you truly believe in it, if you have a true passion for it, please go for it, my friend, and just do it. And yeah, everything will work out for your good. Yeah. No, that's such a great piece of advice, and it is. It is a marathon, mm. not a sprint. So if you are interested in podcasting, you should do it. Find something that you're, that you want to learn a little bit more about yes. and just dive head first and you'll learn everything along the way. And you're going to have, you're going to have mess ups. We had a little bit of an audio mess up here in this episode. Hopefully you won't hear it uh, if we do our job right, but you never know. And that's just the way things go. And it's okay. Yes. It's not the end of the world. We picked it right yeah. back up and continued the conversation. So um, it's, it's always important to just do it, just take the leap and know that it's going to be just fine. Yes, I believe so too. We are not perfect. We are work in progress. We just learn on the journey and just continue improving and evolving. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, Toby, when it comes to pushing the episodes out, engaging with the guests, letting them know that the episodes have aired. Do you give them, do you give them content to share? What does that look like from, from your end to get it kind of pushed out into the world? Yes. So I'm um, in, in, in this area, I'm, I'm, I'm still improving. Um, a lot of times, I mean, I re- we release the episode, then I, um, we like, you know, pack up all the, the files that we use, maybe like the short video, the graphics, the pictures that we produced we put them into like um we use this we transfer we transfer.com i'm not i'm not an affiliate i'm not advertising for them but it's a wonderful platform i just upload everything there send and then we send out a link we're like oh we thank you so thank you so much for this wonderful conversation that we had with you the, our episode has been aired is online and there's a link to the show notes we send them a link to our website where we have every all the links to the uh, you know to different platforms where it could be listened to. The show notes also is there. Then we also send me a link, like a WeTransfer link, with all the um you know files attached, like the videos, the pictures, everything is in the link that they could download also to share. And also what we do automatically is you know when we share on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. If the if the if the guest is available on any of these platforms, we tag them automatically. Like on our on our Instagram stories, we tag them everywhere possible. We tag them LinkedIn, we tag them everywhere before we send them an official email also. So that's how we you get the message across to them. So that yeah, our episode is online, it's air, and you can listen to it also and share. Yeah, and share it. Please yes. share it. Yes, please. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> yes, yes. It's like one of the hardest things I have found, even in our in our business, is that folks have a really hard time sharing their interviews. And I'm not sure if it is that they're, I don't know, afraid to to put themselves out to mm-hmm. their networks. I don't I don't know what that barrier is, but it has been really interesting. 
that people will open themselves up to to go on a podcast and be interviewed. But then when it takes that next step to share it with their networks, there's some sort of there's some sort of barrier there. Maybe they don't want to be overly boastful. I don't know what it is, but um, but it's you know it's you're having these really great conversations, and you should absolutely put it into your networks so that they can hear yes. everything that you have to say and sh- and share with with the world. So that's true. I mean, some some people tell me some people tell me um, yeah they have like um, a calendar for their content, for example. So that means if I release an episode this week, it's going to happen that they don't share it until um two weeks time or two months time depending on their you know um social calendar or their social media calendar basically uh which i understand also but there's people that i don't even <laughs> i don't even hear from them anymore after the you know interview or conversation some people send it back a thank you but i don't get to you know see them share it also i don't know why they don't share it also maybe maybe they, they shared so much um with with you or with myself on the um, during the interview or the conversation and they don't want you know their friends to hear it or something i don't know or yeah they're just busy to share i don't know yeah i don't um, i don't i don't know either i don't know what that barrier is but i definitely yeah. we encourage it at kitcaster like it's really kind of part of the of the campaign is you know the being on the interview is the first step but what you do with the content after the interview is is really it's open-ended and and can go, can take you a lot further, the conversation yes. a lot further. So it's very important. Yes, um, yes. Toby, are you ready just for some fun questions? Yes, please. <laughs> okay. All yeah. right. Well, we do just at Kitcaster with our, uh, with our team, we just ask random questions. We use Slack. So we'll throw something on Slack and, and see, you know, how everyone responds. And today, we threw in Slack if there was a if there was a fashion trend mm. that you could bring back today, what would it be? Uh, a fashion trend. Mm-hmm. I'll say all um denim, um like all jeans basically, like all, um, from top to bottom. Head to toe denim. Head to toe denim, yes. Head to toe denim. Fantastic. <laughs> I, next time we chat over yes. Zoom, I want to see head to toe denim. Oh, okay. No <laughs> Do you have yeah. it in your wardrobe, just waiting yeah. to come back out? Exactly, blue jeans, blue jeans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, once in a while, I don't mind. I just wait out, um, you know, to the to the city, basically. But yeah, it's something. It's it's a fashion that was was on some time ago, I believe, and I wanted to come back. Yeah. Well, I was, I was a, um, I'm a product of the, of the nineties. Like that's when my, like, like when I actually had a say in my fashion, um, was the nineties. And I was like thinking about that question this morning. And actually most of the trends from the nineties are actually trendy now. So everything that I said, like bike shorts, everyone wears bike shorts now, um, color blocking that's happening. (laughs) Yeah, you know, yes. like grunge T-shirts with oversized flannels. I oh, mean, it's yeah. all back. <laughs> yes. oh, but what's your what's your favorite? What's your favorite trend? Fashion oh, trend? oh, for sure, like grunge T-shirt, oversized flannel. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was like the most comfortable, and also I think just the coolest. Yeah, that's true. Yes, I I do love some oversized um shirts or pullovers also sometimes like some oversized sweaters or something like that yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, so besides head to toe denim, what was your favorite fashion? Where did you, in what generation were you kind of letting your, your creative fashion fly? Uh, I was saying in the 2000s. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I was born in 1994. So I, I didn't really fully get into my own space of, you know, being a, um, you know, exploring my own fashion world until yep. the 2000s. So like until this era, basically. Yes. 2000s was good. Yeah. Some, was. There was some, you know, interesting and fun stuff happening. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but basically, I'm so just I'm just one that, that just loves to wear whatever I feel comfortable in. Like sometimes I, I don't go with the trend. Sometimes I just wear whatever feels suitable to me or still feels so nice to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's yeah. important. There's there's nothing that that a trend can do over comfort. Yes, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, let's see here. What other question do I have? Oh, this is kind of a fun one. So you get to choose, kind of choose your own adventure. Hmm. And you either get to be a pirate or a ninja. What would you choose? I would love to be a ninja because I love to, you know, be a super, uh, an, an hero and also save the world and save the, um, you know, save the moment, basically. So I love to be a ninja. Yeah. 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 I, I think that's, I, that was also my answer was a ninja. Yeah. Um, cause I already, like, I've been trying to kind of hone my ninja, like sneak attack skills, you know, like uh-huh. just like walk really quietly through the house and, um, you know, try to do everything just a little more stealthy and sneak up on people. Are <laughs> <laughs> you learning some moves also, some ninja moves also? Are you learning some ninja moves? I am no, I'm not learning. I, I enjoy watching them. Um, yeah. Like, so once in a while, I just you know try something out and yeah, just feel like, ah, this this is so cool. This is so wonderful. <laughs> yeah. But I could actually I, I could actively learn it, but I've not started doing that yet. <laughs> All right. Okay. So next time we talk, full yeah. denim outfit, and I want to see some ninja moves. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. fun. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> Yeah. Wonderful, Toby. Well, thank you so much for joining me on Hosted today. And for everyone tuning in, please, please, please go and listen to Mirror Talk. It is a fantastic podcast. Toby is an excellent host, really touching, insightful conversations that he's having with with leaders, with people that are just doing really cool things in the world. So go find his podcast on all the platforms, right? Are you streaming on yes. most everything? Almost everything. <laughs> yeah. Almost everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you can find it anywhere and, and let them know, let them know what you think. You know, ratings and reviews are, are always really helpful. So yes. we look forward to seeing you all next time. And Toby, thank you so much for being a guest on Hosted today. Thank you so much, Brandy. I would, I would love to say that, um, you know, this wonderful conversation wouldn't have been possible without you. You are so friendly and also a great host. Like the way you, you know, directed me through the conversation with the wonderful questions. It was wonderful. Thank you so much for what you do. You are, yeah, you are someone I'm looking up on to also to learn how to, you know, host better and to become a better, you know, conversationalist or something. <laughs> oh, goodness. I don't know about that. I've been listening to your podcast for the same thing. So we can we can help each other. <laughs> exactly. Well, what are we here for? We are here to help each other, basically. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Well, thanks awesome. so much, Toby. Thank you so much.
Thank you so much for tuning in to Hosted, a podcast brought to you by Kitcaster, a podcast booking agency. If you want to find out more about Kitcaster, about Hosted, find us on all of the relevant social channels and tune in to more episodes of Hosted. Take care.